0: everyone to another episode of roundtable here with steve yes sir and we got to go through the playoffs but before that just a little small small awards that came out not the mvp but still fun for you know basketball nerds like us so the all defensive team the first and second team did come out so the first team i'll just read them off uh we could give our thoughts after first team eric bledsoe marcus smart Giannis antetokounmpo Paul George and Rudy Gobert. Second team, Klay Thompson, Drew Holiday, Kawhi Leonard, Draymond Green, Joel Embiid. Just any any quick dots on this? Mm,
1: so first team, no problems there. Don't have any issues. I mean, Eric Bledsoe is the surprising one just because, but then he was uh, part of that. I think they were the top two defense. So yeah. he is very deserving of that spot. No problems with Rudy Gobert, Paul George. Giannis, I think those were the top three finalists, I'm pretty sure um okay. smart not a problem there he did miss some games at the end but i mean he was great when he was on the floor uh drew holiday no problems clay thompson i think we mentioned this earlier this is actually his first time making a team which is absolutely insane yeah, uh well, de- well deserved yeah very opinion. well deserved i mean just watch the playoffs overdue uh quiet mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, letter no problem uh, the only one I have a problem with a little bit is Draymond Green because he was not that guy in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. The guy I would probably uh, the the guy who's uh, a lot of people are saying was was snubbed is PJ Tucker. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like he could have taken that spot. Uh, Joel Embiid. I think I think he might be a finalist too. I'm not sure, but um, well deserved. Another guy who might be considered in that spot who was talked about a lot is Miles Turner. But besides yeah. that, I think Draymond Green probably is the one that it's a little iffy. And then you can could, you could make your case about Patrick Beverly just because of what he showed in the playoffs as well. And, but yeah. yeah, no. besides that, Draymond Green is probably the notable one uh, because yeah. he was not that guy in the regular season. Yeah, uh, my thoughts on
0: it. Eric Bledsoe was surprising to me just because I know he's a good defender, but I guess, like, I didn't watch enough Buck games to know, like, oh, this guy is first-team all-defense. Mm-hmm. Like, him being on it is not a problem. Just he's not the first guy that came to mind, you know, like a Drew Holiday or Klay Thompson or even a Pat Bev is, like, the first cards that come to my mind. So, you know, surprising that he's there, but I think he's well-deserving. He, you mentioned Bucks defense, great. Um, And same feeling to me. I feel like P.J. Tucker had to be on this list. I think Kawhi Leonard or Draymond, I just think in the regular season, he just meant more to his team mm-hmm. in terms of just him playing every freaking day. No clink Compella for a lot of the season. You know, he had his shoulder to load on the five position, which is what Draymond usually does, but he didn't do it to his extent this year. And I thought P.J. Tucker did that. So, yeah, he's definitely the name that I would have put. But besides that, um, we can move on to all-rookie. It's all rookie. I actually don't have it written down, but I have it in my memory. Mm-hmm. So first team: Luca Doncic, Trey Young, the unanimous two. Just everyone voted for them for first team. Mm-hmm. No disputes there. The other three will be Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, Marvin Bagley, and DeAndre Ayton. And in the second team, we got um, we got Colin Sexton, Shea Gillis, Alexander. We got Mitchell Robinson. We got Kevin Herter and Landry I'm to remember. Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit. Yes, Shamit. And I believe you you basically had the list right because at the time when we recorded, you're like, oh, I would have put Shaman over Okoji. I think you mm-hmm. had Okoji. I've yeah, heard. yeah,
1: yeah. I forgot about Shaman, but yeah. he's Yeah, I favorite. didn't have
0: Herder on my list either. Or I didn't have Herder on my list at least. I think I had like Alonzo Trier. I just thought mm-hmm. I liked Alonzo Trier this year. But Kevin Herder, it's not like a huge difference. I mm-hmm. think Herder was the last voted on with like the points being very slim at the end. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no complaints here. Like those are like, probably the 10 rookies at least the nine rookies everyone can agree on yeah
1: for sure um i mean notably from what i remember in that uh the all nba and rookie pod that we did um i had colin sexton over jaron jackson jr on the first team uh mm-hmm. just because jaron jackson jr missed some games at the end of the year but I think for rookie teams, they don't really care about that too much, as much as All-NBA. Yeah. So no problems there. Um, I think you... And I think
0: I had, I had Shea over Bagley. Bagley. Which is not... Because I felt like yeah. Bagley just had, like, those three weeks while mm-hmm. Shea played as a starter for a great playoff team the mm-hmm. whole season. Yeah. So, so you know. it's, it's
1: I'm sure the difference wasn't that big. But yeah, Uh, it, pretty much, though, we got all the guys that uh, we thought were deserving of uh, the two rookie teams.
0: And just just a quick dot on the rookies or something I noticed. I feel like this is the first time I noticed that the first the first team all rookies were actually the first five picks in the draft. Mm. I don't know if that's like a thing that happens a lot, but very funny, you know. Just like it's not that they got the order right, but at least the five best rookies were the you know first team. Yeah, so good for all the five teams in that sense.
1: Yeah, that's actually very notable. Uh, I mean, I'm looking through the other lists. Yeah, it doesn't really show that. Yeah, I was just like
0: I was looking at I was like, dude, those are like actually the five first five picks. And yeah. I I don't remember a time when I actually know like remember anything mm-hmm. close to that.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. All
0: right, so you know, the the two playoff series that are going on. Actually just one playoff series, because last time we spoke it was basically the beginning of the Warriors Portland series. Mm-hmm. And um I mean I you and I hope that it went five or six, but unfortunately it went it went four games. And the most notable thing about this whole series was that Portland was up every freaking game. I think game two, they're up 17. Game three, up 18. Game four, 17. And you texted me this during game four when they started losing the lead. It's like, oh, here we go again. Because it was the same story every freaking game where, you know, Portland looks good in the first half. Everything's rolling. And just in the third and fourth. They just can't stop Golden State. Golden State's defense starts becoming active. You know, they're getting the stops they need. Curry, everyone's starting to make crazy threes. And all of a sudden, the Warriors are up. And they're not looking back. And I felt like that was the whole story
1: every freaking game. Man, um, I just feel like this series should be 2-2 at least. Mm, Um, You can give up one. But the fact mm-hmm. that you did it three times, um, yeah. Game four, no Iggy. Uh, all four no games, Durant. no Durant. Uh, this mm-hmm. team's Myers Leonard dropping twenty five in the first half. Of game four, game three was. I mean, the third quarter is where Draymond just absolutely took over that game, yeah. and then they were down eighteen or so, seventeen, and they won by eleven. So mm-hmm. it's just a huge swing. I mean, Portland just got locked up. Uh, game two, I remember watching the end of that game, uh, I mean, Blazers just couldn't get a stop, that's the game where Iggy had that clean strip on Dame, um. Yeah, and the guy who was carrying him into that moment was, like, Seth Curry, mm-hmm. like, he was making yeah, clutch threes. Yeah, he had, like, four steals all on his brother, mm-hmm. so that was the big story, uh. That would have been the one they should have won, I think. I mean, I like... yeah, that, I mean. That and four. Just the big takeaways from this series, um. Al Farouk Aminu, first of all, our guy. He he got played out of the series completely. Uh, The last two games, or this whole series, he didn't even crack 20 minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. The last two games, he only had, he averaged about 12. So he was on the bench, honestly. I think he played probably like the first six minutes of the first and third and never came back in. Um, Let's see. I thought a lot of times they should have attacked with CJ more. Um, CJ or Rodney Hood, I did not like. Uh the fact that multiple times they try to go—I know Dame is their guy—and uh, but it's just not a good matchup against Clay or Iggy. Um, I just <laughs> wish they took more advantage of Rodney Hood on uh, going up against Steph or CJ up against Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what I think though, I'm noticing a lot is man it's like, I think teams are just like the hard double team is like coming back, like not just mm-hmm. letting their guys like go on an island. Like I think I saw it a lot. Just like uh, these guys are willing to let. Um, you know, they're like so, like Draymond, he would come off of his guy and he would start double teaming, like guys like Dame or CJ. You know, they wouldn't let him get into their one on one, and then so you mm-hmm. give it up and you go let like Moharkless or whatever. You know, these guys mm-hmm. shoot it and like make them have to make the winning play. So that yeah. was that was big. I mean, that's just I think a big trend that I'm seeing in the NBA right now. Just like the but I will say
0: yeah. that only a few teams can actually accomplish this. I think Rockets are the other team, we're mm-hmm. just like. Yes, you can double, but your rotations have to be on point and really fast, and the Warriors just were so good at that, and Portland just could not hang on the other end, Mm because there's so many times where Draymond just fakes a handoff, and all of a sudden, he has, like, an open lane to the basket, Mm -hmm. just, like, their defensive mind, like, their mindset was not there compared to the Warriors, and it was so, I mean, that's really what cost them at the end, is just the Warriors were making plays and locking up, and... Portland just could not do anything to do
1: about it. Yeah, I mean, Portland side Cantor got absolutely played out of this series. Um, yeah, yeah. After game yep. after game one, he wasn't a factor at all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned Seth Curry had his moments. Rodney Hood, uh, I think he was banged up from that last series. I mean, honestly, everybody just started going down on the Portland mm-hmm. side. Um, yeah, they just. I mean, I don't know, man. Like three leads. Like what? What's more like concerning to you? The fact that Portland had three leads. And, like, Mm. does it show that, like, Golden State is so great that they could be down 17 and, like, you weren't worried about them? Or is it the fact that in the next series, they can't, like, the Warriors, there is some concern that nobody's really talking about. Like, how did you go down 17, three straight games? You know what I mean? Well, the thing that people are kind of forgetting, though, is that in,
0: I don't know, this was my opinion, at least in the beginning of the playoffs. I felt like the three best teams were in the same bracket Mm -hmm. in the Warriors, Rockets, and Jazz. Mm -hmm. And so the only tough matchups that um, at least the Warriors had to face were the Rockets. And it was really tough for them in those six games. Like, a lot of people were counting them out once K.E. got hurt. That's how, like, highly people thought of the Rockets. So, I'm not saying that the Blazers aren't good or anything, but I felt like they were given the easier path to that conference finals, Mm -hmm. and although I wouldn't think they're the second best team, because you know that's what it means, right? If you're Mm -hmm. in a conference final, you're the second best team in the West, I... I'm thinking far from that. I actually think like, they're like fourth, maybe even fifth best team in the West. Mm-hmm. So I think that just kind of what showed up in the conference finals. But I mean, the fun... Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I just want to know, let's give Dame credit. I mean, game two, he suffered a separated rib. That's what they called it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. Once I heard that, you just kind of watch him. He didn't look the same. It just felt like, you know, he was kind of, you know, just trying to protect it. Although he did get to the rim a couple times, had a nice place, but... You know, it just didn't feel like he had it all the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could say
0: that about the whole team, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I will say the thing to look out for after this series is more on Portland. It's just um, the fallout of everything. It's just, you know, Dame, I think it's rumored that he's he's going to be offered a Supermax extension. I think he already so has, yeah. Yeah, it's rum- I don't think it's like... Um, like for sure like validating all mm-hmm. that like official but it's pretty much a done deal where he's gonna get four year One, 109 91, 91 million yeah. so th- dude that number is ridiculous i know i already texted you this but that average is out to almost like 47.5 million and at the end when it you know when it gets increasingly more with each year mm-hmm. i think when he's 35 i yeah. believe Eight, it's gonna be 51.8 million crazy oh <laughs> 51.8 million for a 35 year old i mean like i'm so happy for dame like he deserves yeah it. i Portland, mean yeah like thinks... portland's not really gonna get a top 10 player out of free agency yeah so but the concerning thing about this is that it doesn't even start the... for another two years i think or yeah after next season basically because yeah. it's adding on top of the contract he has mm-hmm. now but the concerning thing about all this is that this kind of feels like the ceiling to me of this team because yeah. once you pay him that amount, you're not really gonna get too much unless you move CJ for another guy that mm-hmm. you want to pair with um, Dame. But it's, I mean, after this, like your third guy's gonna be Nurkic still. So I don't see an NBA championship in their future. Mm-hmm. So I'm if Portland's okay with that, you know they gotta give Dame the max. But that's just the expectation of this team. I think they're gonna be always a contender, a good playoff team, a good regular season team but not to the level of a championship. So that's the future I see for them, at least.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for reminding me. I actually wanted to make that point. Um, This Portland team from this year to next year will probably not change that much. Um, I think they'll probably end up losing Seth Curry and they'll end up losing Rodney Hood. Uh, I mean, the only thing they can actually
0: do is, I think, move CJ Mm -hmm. because he's the only, like, valuable asset, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. So... I mean, but, you know, they really don't like that idea for some reason. Yeah, I mean... You know, they get offended when that
1: comes up. I think at least for another year, expect this team to stay the same. I'm not sure how many years CJ has left, but mm-hmm. um, I'm sure he's a very, very valuable contract when he's in his last year. He's only making, like, maybe $24 million, which is probably mm-hmm. a deal. Um, I, I heard a a deal that's kind of thrown out there um, just for fun. I think it was on the Simmons pod. Um they had CJ for Ben Simmons. That's that was that was kinda mm. interesting for I mean, that's probably better for Philly side than Yeah, I agree. Than uh the Blazers you need, side. You but.
0: need shooters these days, man. Yeah. And Ben's opposite of that.
1: Yeah, so I mean, this is one more year. You'll you'll see one more year of this this kind of version of the Blazers. Uh Evan Turner, Mo Harkless. Um I think mm-hmm. Amino actually might be a free agent. Um, but yeah, Harkless. Uh, I mean back. all guys yeah. said I can
0: leave like I could live with them leaving yeah exactly um, I I know I told you this is like I hope they don't do the typical Portland thing where all of a sudden like they give Rodney Hood a pretty big deal because no, 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 he no, played no. well this playoffs you know what I mean that's yeah. like the Portland thing that they've been doing the past few years with like Evan Turner and Myers Leonard and all that stupid contract mm-hmm. But, yeah, just don't do that, Portland, and just, you know, get some better shooters instead of Aminu and Harkless.
1: Yeah, and uh, notably, now, the Warriors, uh, they get to rest up. Uh, They have nine days off, I think. The- oh,
0: I know, I told you this. It's yeah. like, they really wanted that rest, and because you know how our big point last week was, like, this is a perfect mm-hmm. series for Golden State. They could go 10, 12 deep and get, like their minutes down for the starters mm-hmm. and that game forward dude they went all in i don't think steph sat in the second half to play 46 played. minutes i think yeah like they went for it and mm-hmm. you know they won so they're rewarded with these extra days off because it seems like the next series that we're going to get into is looking like a seven game series
1: yeah um i mean do you want to get into any of the kd stuff um not really
0: i yeah. mean I to me this is this is the only thing to me. I think everyone that's saying that the Warriors are better without KD is stupid. Mm-hmm. I I think it more of they just look like a different team without him. Obviously, because the ball moves around more. Mm-hmm. But KD, you can't say that you have KD on your team and you're worse. Mm-hmm. Like that's. The most yeah. stupidest argument I can ever hear. Right? I agree. I agree. Maybe maybe it's not as beautiful as what you see now, but mm-hmm. you can never go wrong with having KD on your team. It's just uh, yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, it's just
1: one of those things where it's like you just you're, we're just remembering how good Steph Clay and Draymond are, and like and that, that's why yeah. it's so stupid that KD's on this team
0: because yeah it, yeah he it's proving that they don't need him to win the championship, but to say that.
1: Like they're better without him?
0: That's just stupid.
1: Yeah, don't agree with that. It's just, it's just like man, they've been quote unquote holding back so they could let KD <laughs> be KD out here. Yeah, I mean it just doesn't require for Draymond and Clay to do as much uh, yeah. in the regular season, and then now he's hurt, and you see that they're still very, very capable.
0: They're the favorite without KD, and they're unbeatable with him. So yeah. that's just my thoughts. Yeah, but let's jump into the Eastern Conference, which is more competitive it's 2-2 right now Mm. um you and i both had toronto um i was more wavering than you were Mm -hmm. but the thing that kind of struck out to me at least was that you know how we had that game where we're going down the roster it's like who has a better roster in terms Mm -hmm. of names um those first two games is just like yeah that didn't really matter (laughs) at least the, the last two for toronto that's where the name started appearing. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, like Marcus All's good. Oh, yeah, Marcus All's good. Kyle Lowry. Oh, yeah, he was an all star. He's actually good. Siakam. Oh, yeah, he's the most improved candidate, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Norman Powell, very, very reliable Came guy. Came back to life, man. man. Yeah. Somehow became the most reliable guy off the bench. Abaka, great guy to have off the bench, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And then on the Milwaukee side, it was kind of the opposite where you're actually looking at the names and like, oh, yeah, these guys are kind of just playing one of their better seasons this season mm-hmm. and it's like it's not like they had a history of great seasons right like pat connington you know ilia sova just like those random names that's where the differences started becoming like apparent to me at least on the road um but i still think it's gonna be i don't know i don't know who's gonna win but mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be competitive at least but the sad thing is, most of these games are kind of blowouts at the end.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there was only that one game where it was super competitive, you know, went to overtime and all that. Game three, but, yep. Yeah, but besides, it's like the team that was winning, is like, yeah, they look good. They look like they <laughs> could win the championship. And then it flipped. I was, like, Bucks, that game two was like, geez, does yeah. Toronto even have a chance? Mm-hmm. And then game four, it's like, damn, what just happened? Are Toronto the better team here? Mm. So that's kind of the fun of this series.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, game one was that really close one. Um, like we predicted, Milwaukee came out a little slow. Um Toronto, and then Brooke Lopez. Oh, and then Brooke Lopez had the, out yeah, there. had the game of his life out there. I mean, he was... Yeah, he was feeling himself for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Hitting these threes. I mean, and then eventually once... I mean, Toronto kept holding them off that first game. And then Milwaukee just eventually took over. Couldn't get yeah. enough stops. And then so... They took game one, and the the noise out of that game one was man, like did Toronto blow their best chance at um, taking mm-hmm. the game, and probably they probably did because game two, uh, Milwaukee came out you know right out the gates, and it really wasn't a game after the first quarter. Um, they yep. they maintained their lead. Uh, game three, double overtime. Um, and I think Kawhi. I mean, these minutes are racking up, and in game four you see him; he's hobbled. Um. Uh, he, I wonder what the injury is Is it? I, I mean I think thing? it's just it's a quad thing I think it's in both quads he's just I think it's just not like an injury itself but it's just like fatigue just the minutes mm. that he's logged over I mean it's it's a game every other day right um, playing yeah, like was, 40 plus it was more just... of the
0: thought of like you know how he had that quad issue mm-hmm. i don't know if that's the thing that's bothering him now yeah i mean you hope not you never know yeah i'm just mean, he still looked great like he hobbled and then the next play like he's yeah up, you know yeah
1: so i mean game four notably um you could see Kawhi and these guys just kind of taking a back seat like especially Kawhi, like he was like oh, okay like i don't mm. i don't have it right now it's gonna take me a while everyone's stepping up yeah. yeah and so you saw uh-huh. kyle lowry really step up and kyle lowry's been Pretty good this series, man. Like uh, yeah, but Marcus Saul has been the guy. Yeah, he I'm, came like, alive. Shocked How good he's, how uh, good he looks. Eric Bledsoe has been awful, awful, yeah. and so like, um, yeah, he just signed that extension. I think it was like four years, seventy mil. Um, he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is two straight playoff uh, playoff appearances for him. Um, last year, obviously, he got rocked by Terry Rozier. This year, he's just not shooting well, and and we told we said it in the beginning of the series, the guy to leave. Um, open is Eric Bledsoe, and he's it's getting yeah. to the point where he doesn't want to shoot the ball. Um, it's it like, kind of
0: goes back to the point where yeah. I brought
1: back the names is like once you kind of cancel out the top guys,
0: who are you gonna rely on more like Kyle Lowry or Bledsoe? You mm-hmm. know those are the matchups you gotta win like Connaughton or Norman Powell. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Ilyasova or Ibaka, all those names is like you kind of lean towards the Raptors. Mm-hmm. In the first two games you didn't see it, but these last two games, man. It's If I had to give my prediction on who's going to win the series, I really don't know to tell you, to be honest. I mean, that's, how, that's how
1: weird it flipped. Well, here's one thing. I think the thing that switched is, uh, you mentioned in Game 3, I wasn't able to watch it live, but you said Kwai is on Giannis to start this game, and I mm-hmm. think in these two games that they uh, lost on the road, um, Giannis and the Bucks have not been able to figure that out uh, mm-hmm. quite yet, so you don't know what kind of adjustments they'll make for Game 5, but... I mean, think about it, man. Uh, after Game Five, somebody's gonna be one game away from the finals. Um, and that yeah. has not happened for a very, very long time for both of these teams. Um, Do you not... think the yeah. guy who wins Game
0: Five would win the series? Cause <sighs> that's so tough for me to say. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, uh, I expect Milwaukee to get that boost from their home crowd. Um, yeah. I mean, this game is just individual games now. It's like this Toronto bench could completely disappear again on the road um yeah and then you see a game six they come back win that one uh game seven like we always mentioned, it's up in the air uh, and i yeah that's why but and, and i like one of the teams
0: uh, need they gotta yeah. steal game in
1: the road man or i mean that's one yeah i mean and to do it on to do it on the road in a game seven for toronto um honestly man T- that that would put kawaii on another level i mean it mm-hmm. would have to be him it's gonna have to be him uh, mm-hmm. most likely, with the help of one other guy. Like, one other guy that we don't expect has to come alive. Serge Ibaka was that guy in Game 7 for the Philly series. Spent um, Norman Powell these past few games. Yeah, and I, I was... A nice surprise. I texted yesterday, I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't know Norman Powell got up 18 shots. Like, I mean, he's not afraid of Jacket, that's for sure. It's to the point where they're... They're about to
0: bench Danny Green and put Norman Powell yeah, to start has, the game. Yeah, Danny
1: Green hasn't been good. Fred Van Fleet has been awful shooting the ball. But, I mean, <laughs> he acknowledges it, and he's going to keep firing Except the away. last
0: game he came back. Everyone yeah. came back that game four. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, how about you? I just want to ask you, after game one, or actually after game two, did you waver, or were you like, okay, Toronto has no shot? What were your thoughts?
0: Uh, I think I texted you the – you this i was like damn toronto needs to show up game three and four Mm -hmm. and that's absolutely what they did and right after game four i was like dude milwaukee needs to get them back game five Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where you can't let the team you know especially in this series where it's 2-2 you can't lose the game on the road that's pretty much it so i think if toronto wins game five i Mm. think they're gonna win the series if milwaukee wins game five that's just you know status quo and then i expect toronto to go back game six get them back And everything we mentioned Game 7, that's where, you know, I don't think about, like, home court advantage at Mm -hmm. that point. It's just, you know, who's going to show up that one game? Yeah. But I guess the bigger question to me out of all this is after watching these two teams, like, going at each other, do you even think, in my opinion, I think the Warriors are going to win? And this series, I don't really see either one of them still beating the Warriors. I know you kind of favored Toronto a little bit before Mm -hmm. the series
1: and to win the championship. But did anything change for you? um i think i mean my thing is i watched those this warriors team um Uh and they beat portland but i still have a fear of like how did you go down 17 three times Mm. that's still Mm -hmm. something that's nobody's really talking about like they're just focusing on the part that the warriors like they can come back i think there's the scary thing about them being down 17 was that everyone felt like they're gonna come back yeah, yeah so it's like so it's like can you do that against a better team though yeah. And that's gonna be what they're gonna have to answer. Because this Warrior team, yeah. uh unlike the Boston team all year, they can come back from you know huge deficits. They had the shooting yeah. to do it. Boston, uh, they were never able to do it. Once they went down, it was over for them a lot mm-hmm. of times this year. Um with KD back that obviously helps, but that changes how they run their offense. So they get a mm-hmm. little bit more stagnated. Um, they start pressing a little bit more in my opinion. And uh-huh. so, it doesn't, like, come as, like, oh, here they come. Like, it, you don't get that feeling a lot of times when mm-hmm. you watch that team with Durant. Um, and I don't know, man. This whole year, I've been preaching Toronto. Um, I had this – I just have this unwavering faith in Kawhi uh, mm-hmm. that he can, like – I mean, this whole playoff series. Honestly, he's having – like, he is the guy, I think, this whole playoff run that, that stands out to me. Um, he's had mm-hmm. the most moments. Um Just in terms of big shots, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Big defensive plays, big offensive plays. Um, Mm -hmm. he's having, I don't know if he's having quite the run like Dirk did in 2011 or even LeBron did last year. I mean, LeBron last year. If he wins the championship, it's definitely. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, I'm just imagining that. Like, that's what it's going to take for Kawhi. Um, he needs to continue this run for another six, seven games, most likely. Um, but I feel like if KD, I think he's gonna be back. I, I, you would expect him to be back by the finals, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, by the start of the finals, he should be back. DeMarcus, I'm still not sure. He says he wants to come back, but that's the guy that I they don't need.
0: Yeah, they don't need him. I, I don't know if yeah. they
1: really want him
0: because like Kevin. Lugy's and been even so in the good. beginning, yeah. yeah. And even in the beginning of the year, I said, dude, I think the best lineup <laughs> is the Hampton mm-hmm, Five. It's mm-hmm. like DeMarcus is a nice addition <laughs> for like the 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, you know. That you want to fill in for a center, but at the end of the game, the guys to have is the Hampton Five. So the one to look out for, I think, more importantly, Durant. I expect them to play. I just because there was reports of saying like, oh, if he had, if this was a game seven in the finals, like he's in there, so I feel like he can push through it. Uh, the guy to worry about a little bit is Iguodala. He's yep. a little on the older side, so they definitely need Iguodala because him and Draymond that that tandem on defense is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and. I know I agree with everything you said about Toronto. Very well-made team. Kawhi just probably the guy in the playoffs that you're most impressed with. But even with all that said, I think it's still the Warriors, man.
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, probably. I'm not gonna argue with you there. But. I mean,
0: I'll definitely root for the East. Like whoever comes out, like whatever matchup it is, I think it's gonna be amazing. You mm-hmm. know, Giannis or KD or Giannis versus Kawhi. Mm-hmm. That matchup's gonna be awesome. So I'm gonna be rooting for the Bucks or Raptors. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my head, no matter what ten point lead that they have, I was like, damn, you know, the Warriors could just make like three threes right here, and they're right back in it. <laughs> Yeah, and so that's I, just been the Warriors this whole five year run.
1: Yeah, so I mean, yeah, we need to acknowledge that just what they've done five straight years is crazy with the same team. I know LeBron has done it for eight straight years, but he's had two different teams, so you know, mm-hmm. they he gets to kind of reload. Um, but besides that, man, I was just kind of thinking about um, if Toronto gets into a matchup with the Warriors, uh, I think we have next week to actually preview the finals, we'll know by then who is gonna be playing each other. I think the mm-hmm. finals actually starts the day after we record, so um but I was thinking about it, man, like they need a healthy Iggy, uh to guard Kawhi. Um mm-hmm. I think that's I gonna be the matchup. And then you probably have Clay on Lowry and then you have um I Steph think you Steph on Danny Green Steph on Danny Green and then you Norman have K- yeah and then you have K D on um Siakam. So I mean and then you have Kawhi on the other hand having to guard uh, KD so mm-hmm. just a lot of matchups like that I was just thinking about you know the one thing though is kind of crazy like as good as defender like because I can't see Clay guarding Kawhi like as good as mm-hmm. a defender Clay is um, I think Kawhi is just too big for him as crazy mm-hmm. as that sounds um, he just kind of overmatches him Iggy even as good as Iggy is like that's just how much like I'm thinking about Kawhi and I'm like man like mm-hmm. I could see it, like Kawhi just still dominating Iggy um, because but like to me I think the the way I see it happening unless
0: like you mentioned they need other guys to step up whoever it may be Kyle Lowry, Marcus mm-hmm. to me the way I picture is that 2015 finals with LeBron with mm-hmm. no Kyrie and um what's his name Kevin Love mm-hmm. I think Kawhi is gonna get his numbers like you know Iguodala got finals MVP and then LeBron averaged like what 38 like 9 and 10 or something some ridiculous amounts mm-hmm. like yeah He was still busting his ass, but Uh Iguodala got the finals MVP. I feel like it's going to be that same thing where it's like, Iguodala is going to do a great job on Kawhi, but Kawhi Mm -hmm. is going to get his numbers regardless. Mm -hmm. But it really depends on the other guys.
1: Yeah, I agree. And
0: and to this point, they haven't given me any reasons to trust them.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, this Toronto team needs to be there every game if they want a shot at the Warriors. But first things first they gotta they gotta get past this bucks team and so we'll know by we'll know by next week um you want to make your last predictions raptors Um, in seven yeah can they pull it out that's
0: that's what you and i had so i'm just gonna stick with it yeah uh, sticking with raptors in seven and then yeah i mean we could do finals preview next week but Mm -hmm. i still have warriors and that hasn't (laughs) changed at all (laughs) yeah for sure and uh shout out to Juan Howard. I think he got hired as the Michigan coach today. Mm, I re- yeah, I saw
1: that. Uh fat 5 guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh we're not going to talk about Magic Johnson. Um that is No, an I want to bury show. every yeah. gonna... freaking thing about him
0: and Rob Polink. It's just a shit show, dude. Yeah we're, gonna, yeah, we're not Yeah, we're not going to talk about any of that. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's the pod. See you guys next Thursday. All right.